Hey, it's Marley from the Energy Boutique with your energy forecast for Wednesday, November 16th. So today we do have the moon moving out of this fiery Leo energy and we will later in the day move into Virgo energy. So anytime we're kind of moving out of that fire energy into an earth energy, things typically do get a little bit lower, a little bit slower. We definitely move into the physical body and examine our physical environment. Of course, that moon in Leo had us kind of fired up and a little bit more pep in our step, really kind of identifying with our heart space, with our new ideas, with what it is that we absolutely want to pursue passion-wise, desire-wise from here. And now we're going to ground it out. We're going to kind of come back down to earth, bring it into reality, organize our thoughts, organize our emotions, and see what it is that we can actually do to bring it to life. So also here today, we have Venus moving into Sagittarius energy. If you haven't listened to that astro forecast, I'm going to recommend you do so. And today is also the last day that Mercury will be in Scorpio energy. So we're definitely going to feel a lot of pressure between our headspace and our heart space. We are attempting to get on the same page. We are attempting to get in alignment. There's a lot of intensity coming here, especially with the shift moving into Sagittarian energy. And of course, trying to wrap things up, those particular life lessons in those final degrees of Scorpio energy. So there are 11 different aspects here today. Nine of them involve the moon. We are building towards the last quarter moon taking place in Leo energy at 24 degrees. And if you listen to the Ascension forecast for this week, you would know that not only is the last quarter moon a reflective time back to the new moon solar eclipse that we had in Scorpio energy late October, but there's this really interesting connection that I feel is taking place, a reflective, a review, if you will, back to August 8th, that 8-8 Lionsgate portal. That was our last crossroads point. And of course, we just jumped timelines. Uh, we're still very much in this eclipse energy, in case you didn't know. And I think that because the last quarter moon is about reflecting back and figuring out how it is that we got here and sorting out what is working for us and what isn't working for us, there's going to be a huge realization of our authentic truth, of our heart's desires, our heart's passion, and really kind of just give a little bit more attention to where it is that we were at in August, what it is that we were hoping for, what it is that we wanted to pursue, and whether or not we actually were in alignment with that. And of course, we're gifted with another opportunity right now. We are in the midst of a very great big grand shift where we're likely playing on some of those topics and themes that we identified we actually wanted for ourselves back in August. So the very first thing that we got going on here today is Venus moving into this Sagittarian energy. It's a fire energy. Things are getting a little bit brighter. We're coming out of the darkness. We are done with the breakthroughs. Venus has completed her empowerment story here in the Scorpio energy where a deep, dark transformation took place, really pushing us into our truth, into our most vulnerable states. And now we're coming out of it. We have a new lease on life, a new pep in our step, a new belief system. And this particular energy is just the very beginnings of us coming out of this very dark tunnel. And of course, pursuing the light. 
So the moon is going to interact with Neptune in such a way that would put us in a conflict of situation where we're having a hard time trying to align with our higher selves, trying to align with our intuition. We, of course, with the moon in Leo are very heart based. And a lot of that heart based energy is due to the egoic perspective that we're having. Now, there is this element right now where we are kind of seeing the both sides of the coin, the two paths, the two directions that, of course, Mars retrograde in Gemini is trying to sort out for us. And the moon in Leo really does want to kind of stick with the here and now and fully express some of the ideas, some of the emotions that have come up, especially in our past experiences, before we go ahead and start conjuring up a new path for ourselves. And just keep in mind that the last quarter moon that we're building up to to here today wants us to reflect back kind of tie up loose ends. It's really not a time for jumping into new things or projecting ourselves forward in a futuristic path. Um, we are definitely needing to take the time to reflect back on how it is that we actually got here. Now, the moon is going to make a positive aspect with Jupiter. This is a beautiful, beautiful energy for a couple of reasons. First of all, Jupiter being retrograde in Pisces energy has given us this little, I'm going to say, quote unquote, rest, break, reflection period, reconnection period, recalibration period. Uh, that Pisces energy, like I said, we spent most of our time in 2021 in this Pisces energy. We moved out of it in May of this year, of course, when Jupiter moved into Aries energy. We tried to bring some things to life. We tried to initiate a brand new cycle. And for the most part, many of us were not successful in doing that. Of course, Jupiter went retrograde. We crept back into this Piscean energy. And now this is time for us to really reconsider our dreams, to reconnect with our higher selves, our intuition, and really kind of reform or redefine our belief system, what it is that we actually believe within ourselves, what we believe to be true in the universe, and what we actually believe is possible for us. So the moon being in Leo is great and grand and expressive and a little bit dramatic. And I'm going to say, overwhelming with feelings. And Jupiter, who is all about growth and expansion and beliefs and abundance, magnifies whatever it is that we're thinking and feeling. And right now we are feeling all kinds of feels. And of course, this energy has been carried over since yesterday. We had Venus trine Jupiter just cracking our heart space wide open, putting us in a state of all the big feels, really allowing us to be a little bit more optimistic and positive about what it is that we're going to do from here. And it kind of encouraged us to let our guard down just a tad. So to have the moon kind of interact with Jupiter in this way, definitely going to illuminate a lot of the big feels, a lot of the triggers, the activations that are needed in the heart space right now in order for us to grow through what it is that we're going through, really pushing the boundaries of what it is that we believe in, what it is that we are open to trying from here. And of course, uh, with Jupiter going direct here uh, next week and is it next week, Nick? Yeah. I would say it's we're moving into those last final degrees of him being retrograde. Uh, of course, we have the new we move into Sagittarius season next week. We have the new moon in Sag. Jupiter goes direct just hours after. And of course, he rules over Sag season and that new moon. So we can definitely count on a huge amount of growth, a huge shift in that direction. And this is pretty much setting us up for that, giving a little a little bit of a taste, if you will, on what it is that we can expect over the next couple of weeks. 
So the moon will sextile, which is a beautiful energy with Mars, who again is retrograde in this Gemini energy. And again, uh, really kind of blocking us from taking action and pushing ourselves forward and aggressing ourselves uh, the way that we would like. Instead, we have to kind of sit with ourselves and strategize the path, the plan um, that we want to take. So that when we're gifted with the green light, go ahead, we know where we're pouring our energy into. We're not just acting first and thinking about the consequences later in true Mars fashion. And the Gemini energy allows us to kind of contemplate and dive into the pros and cons and really figure out what it is that we want to do with our life force energy, our passions, our desires from here. At 8.28 a.m., this is when the sun squares the moon and giving us our last quarter moon in Leo energy at 24 degrees. The sun, of course, in Scorpio energy, we are nearing the final degrees of Scorpio season, which means that our rebirth story, our resurrection story is coming to an end. Thank goodness. This again is a reflective time, not only back to the new moon solar eclipse in Scorpio at the end of October that really kind of kicked off this last eclipse season of the year, but again, taking us back to August of this year and really kind of contemplating the path, how we got here, the experiences, what it is that has been triggered in our storyline in order for us to make a great grand move, a true transformation of self and of our realities. Now, this is a square, so it does create a tension point. It does create conflict in order for us to realize what needs to change from here and being in a reflective state. You know, we're definitely seeing how we got here and now we're standing here wondering what it is that we have to do from here on out in order to make some changes Again, sorting out what's working for us, what's not working for us, and making those adjustments accordingly. Mercury is going to go ahead and trine Jupiter. Mercury being in the final stages of the Scorpio energy. Mercury ruling over our mental plane, information, communication. Jupiter, of course, retrograde in Pisces energy. We got some water on water action here. And this is going to shift our mental plane in big, big ways. We are gaining bigger pieces of the puzzle, bigger picture of the end goal. We are kind of renewed in our spirit. We're having a bigger, brighter, positive outlook. Um, our conversation skills or communication skills are a little bit more, I'm going to say, open and friendly and free. There is a renewed sense of faith, a renewed sense of hope taking over. And believe it or not, we're actually starting to trust the process. So this is definitely going to help us out because as you know, it's been very tunnel visioned. Uh, many of us not even believing that we were going to be able to move our way through this darkness and through this funk. And this particular energy is definitely going to kind of trigger us to see, guess what? We are moving away from it. Guess what? We are coming out of it. Guess what? There is a possibility for things to get lighter and brighter. So this is definitely just going to add an extra layer of, I'm going to say, good vibes that Venus moving into Sagittarius at the beginning of the day initiated for us. Of course, Mercury will follow suit and move into Sag energy here tomorrow. But this is just putting a different spin, a different light, a different perspective on our ideas, on our intentions, on our path, on our emotions, um, where Jupiter's kind of into play. He does seem to bring a lot of uh, positive energy. He brings abundance. He brings blessings as well, um, likely putting us in a situation where Mercury 
being all about information, uh, we could get some super good news. We could, you know, find ourselves in the right place at the right time. We could figure out new opportunities coming to us. We could have a light bulb moment that really triggers uh, an inner curiosity that puts us on the right path of interest, leading us to a new mission, a new meaning, a new purpose. Overall, this is the best aspect that we got going here today. And again, setting us up, giving us a little, a little bit of a preview on what we can expect when we move into Sag energy and Jupiter actually goes direct. So the moon is going to make a little bit of an awkward interaction with Pluto, the great transformer himself. And this awkward interaction likely is going to be delivered to us in an activation, a trigger from our outside realm, showing us where it is in our heart space that we absolutely have identified where it is that we are done with certain topics, themes, situations, people, and where it is that the transformation of moving away from certain realities, timelines, and contracts is almost complete. Plutonian energy kind of highlights where it is that there's been pain and trauma and suffering where we had to go through those pretty heavy lessons in life. And of course, not to paralyze us, but mostly to inspire us, to motivate us, to step into our power, to take control and actually regain the starring role of our lives back. Wouldn't that be nice? And of course, because the moon is in Leo, we are bold brave, courageous enough to do what we have to do to cut the cord with the past and actually focus our sights on the future, realizing what we are being asked to do within ourselves in order to create the change. Again, the change has to happen in our thoughts, in our emotions before we can engage the physical body to start making the changes, the moves in our physical realm. So although this does feel like a conflict, although this is a little bit of a trigger and an activation, of course, as humans, that's how we learn. That's how we change. We have to feel like we're trapped, like our back is against a wall, like we're, you know, just about to lose our shit before we're open to actually making some changes and totally transforming um, our lives, essentially. Now, let me just say this. The moon is going to go ahead from there and interact with Chiron, the wounded healer who was retrograde in Aries energy. And let me just say that just when we get an ounce of empowerment, just when we set our sights on the future, just when we're feeling a little bit positive and optimistic and empowered in or order to make those changes, bold and brave and courageous enough to make those changes, you best believe that those dark force energies start creeping in in our mental plane, trying to convince us that maybe we shouldn't. Maybe it's better to stay where we're at. Maybe we should just accept that this is it. Maybe we shouldn't try so hard. Maybe we shouldn't change anything. And let me just tell you, we do not want to fall victim to that. It is going to open us up to seeing where it is that our fears are alive and well. We're still in Scorpio season, may I remind you. Uh, Scorpio season is identifying our deepest, darkest, most passionate desires and recognizing the fear wall that we've created that we have to overcome and actually to get to those particular desires. So if that means that our happiness is kind of being, I'm going to say, guarded, blocked by the wall of fears and doubts and insecurities that we've built. Well, what are we going to do? We got to tear the wall down, right? So this is definitely not going to feel good, but it is going to highlight for us our fears, our doubts, our insecurities, and what is actually preventing us from making the changes that we just realized earlier in the day that we know that we have to make. Now the moon is going to go ahead, bump into Jupiter. This time, not the nicest way. What we got here is recognizing the gap between where it is that we're at and where it is that we desire to be. What we get here is a magnification of the fears, the doubts, the insecurities 
that we just realized that we had blocking us from actually moving forward. What we get here is a test of faith, a test of our confidence, a test of our optimism, a test of what it is that we actually believe in. And after just kind of dancing with the devil there, bringing up all those fears and doubts and insecurities and realizing how tall and how thick these wall of fears and doubts and insecurities are blocking us from actually reaching our passion, our desire, our happiness. Now we got to strategize. Now we have to realize the plan that we have to actually come up with in order to climb this wall. Is it going to feel good? No. Is it supposed to feel good? No. What do we get from it? A realization on where it is that we have to boss up. A realization on where it is that we are so close to making a dramatic shift, a dramatic change in our lives and realizing what it is within us that's still creating that blockage from us actually going after what it is that we want. So it's 6.56 p.m. And again, all Eastern Standard Time, we have the moon jumping into the boxing ring, squaring off with Mercury. Mercury is at his final degrees in Scorpio energy. So there's a lot of pressure in the head, in the crown, in our mental plane, rapid thoughts. Uh, this might actually trigger some not so nice narratives. This might trigger some obsessive thinking. This might even trigger a little bit of paranoia. Now, the moon being in Leo energy, squaring off with Mercury means that our heart and our head are not on the same page. And because we just had these very difficult interactions trying to trigger all those fears and doubts and insecurities, trying to keep us in a state of paralysis, this is really where we're going to have to boss up, where we're going to have to override this negative narrative, where it is that we're going to have to be bold and be brave and be courageous instead of the cowardly lion that we seem to turn into when the Leo energy is in its most negative aspect. And like I've been saying, square, boxing ring, fight it out, tension point, conflict. What do we get? We get a winner. Who are you going to allow to win, your heart or your head? And in that, is your heart speaking raw, vulnerable truth? Or is your heart speaking fear, sadness, trauma, pain? Is your head going to win with the most positive outlook possible with your sights set on what it is that you're passionate about that you have a desire now to pursue? Or are you going to let your head win with that negative Nancy ass narrative that's going to tell you that you don't deserve the happiness, you don't deserve to reach your goal, that you can't, that you won't, that you shouldn't. That's up to you. So this is at the point in time when the moon is going to go void, of course. And when the moon goes void, of course, things get shaky. Things are very unstable in our heart space, in our head space. We will be locking into that Virgo energy at 8.05 p.m., again, Eastern Standard Time. And then the last aspect and the only aspect that the moon and Virgo gets to make here is a square another boxing ring situation, this time with Venus. Venus is fresh in this Sag energy, a little bit jittery. She doesn't know what to do with herself. We do need a little bit of time to acclimatize to that. Here's the thing. Sag energy is big. It's bold. It's brave. It is overwhelming. We're seeing big picture ideas. We have big thoughts, big feelings. We are overly optimistic, overly confident. We have no limits on what it is that we think we are capable of on what it is that we want to dream and conjure up for ourselves. But the moon in Virgo wants to ground this out. 
The moon in Virgo is saying, listen, Venus, you just came out of the depths of the darkness. Yep. Okay. Congratulations. You just climbed yourself out of this dark pit. And I understand the new lease on life. And I understand your want, need and desire for new experiences. But holy crap, if you don't kind of calm down, you're going to burn yourself out before you ever accomplish anything. So the moon in Virgo wants us to kind of come back down to earth, sort out our thoughts and feelings, have time to acclimatize, really kind of stick with our physical bodies, our physical realms. And this is almost like a restriction, like pulling back on the reins that Venus is just ready to just, you know, hit the ground running and just make up for lost time of being in that dark pit, that dark hole. But you know what? The moon in Virgo is kind of right. If we go ahead and we just go balls to the walls and we find ourselves in a manic fit of excitement, we are going to burn ourselves out before we accomplish anything. That's probably not the best move to make. And we have a lot of positive aspects coming at us over these next couple of weeks that if we're able to actually like regulate our energy and our emotions, we might just make up for some serious lost time in all the right ways and actually see some progress take place in our physical realms. So the moon in Virgo is like, you know what, let's just think logically and practically here. Let's come back down to earth. Let's just kind of slow the roll here a bit. Let's get a grip. Let's just kind of sit and plan. And of course, that might be a little bit of a Debbie Downer to this Venus energy that just wants to let her hair down, have fun and celebrate uh, her rebirth, her empowerment story. But the moon in Virgo needs us to be very serious, very calculated. Um, there is a way to celebrate without, I'm going to say, putting yourself in a shit show of a situation. Uh, just a reminder, sometimes when you go out on the town in and in a night of celebrating, a night of excitement, uh, you can create a lot of drama for yourself if you're not careful, just, you know, throwing caution to the wind and Lord knows you can put yourself in a situation where you might be down for the next day or two just based off of your excitement and based off of what it is that you allow yourself to experience. So for the sake of not being bedridden for the next couple of days, let's listen to the moon in Virgo. Let us just ground ourselves out, come up with a little bit of a plan and reserve our excitement, our energy, our celebratory energy and apply it in a way that will actually be productive in creating these new foundations, these new relationships, these new opportunities that Venus is very excited to pursue.